by the Mayo Media Net here on YouTube and presented by Jock Market. Download the Daily Fantasy app for free. Use the promo code MMN Mayo Media Net. They're going to match that first 100 bucks for free. If it's free, it's for us. We've been throwing our weight around the Jock Market and it starts right here. Here with the fastest show in MLB, absolutely anywhere, with your host, Big Johnny Stud, coming to you just a few minutes late. And it's funny, if you're like me, you're uber compulsive and routine oriented, being eight minutes behind schedule is like full panic mode, things are blaring. And a quick funny note before we get started, I was really, really happy to show off my Vinny Pasquantino, Andrew Benintendi Paisano shirt. That I just came in the mail yesterday, except it has that funky green on the Italian flag, and I guess it reads like the green screen. It was going through me. I didn't realize it until I was a few minutes into the show. So if you got deja vu, maybe we're connected in another piece of the Matrix. Enough of that. We need more of this. It's the three pillars of profit here at Corks. That's baby, all the good stuff you can get. The laser focus, nuance, and context pouring out every. Every single orifice of your face. So, and it starts with the daily DFS jock market plays. We're going to get on over to some fantasy stuff on Thursday. We do an ad at every position for 10, 12, and 15 team leagues. Then we'll wrap it up with a couple bets. Ah, yesterday we had a brush off the red pen. We did take an L, but man, when you, you know, halfway through, Ramirez had one base, needed one base. Abreu had one base, needed one base, he got it. Glaber Torres had one base, needed one base, he did not. Although, I get a, what's the opposite of the gold star? I guess I get a red burning black star or something on my face. Because had I known Torres was going to be fifth, I don't know why I had him higher. I had some kind of anticipation or something clicked that he could be going higher. And he wasn't, but that's okay. The plus 100 was probably not the best weight on the scale, but that's okay. We take our L's. We easily could have had it. That game ended. That was kind of ridiculous. Anyway, let's get into this. The laser-focused analysis that I mentioned that I think it really takes to get into these player props, something I covered at The Athletic, it'll be coming out today, really, just to set these parameters, remember we get great odds in our favor, don't be afraid to go after them, providing you're not over leveraging, we'll talk about some betting stuff later on, here is your 715 Jock Market Stack Attacker, and we are starting with the, oh, we are going to those chopping braves, I had to rub my eyeballs, I thought maybe I woke up in a different year, but no, it is Anibal Sanchez is going to be pitching for the Nationals. Let's get him. Uh, how's he doing in 2022? Well, he doesn't have any Major League stats. How about 2021? Well, he doesn't have any of those either, so we had to go back to 2020 where he pitched 53 innings with to a 6-6 ERA 1-6-6 whip, 9-0-7 OPS, the fastball below 90. One of those red flags for pitchers, right? Green lights for pit hitters that we like to go after. 10% K minus walk, 31% O-swing, 10% below average. Again, I don't want to just be thought of as someone that just throws stats at people and just rattles them off trying to sound cool, right? These things have to make sense. Low, 10% K-walk minus or lower is where we want to be. 10% or 
worse than average for chase rate is what we want to go after. So I get, you know, you get crossed up of like what's good and what's bad. What's bad for him is good for us. Let's get into more of what's good for us. The double digit bow rate against Sanchez and a plus 400 expected Woba on contact. He allows a lot of contact. So we're going to look for a lot of expected contact, nearly two home runs per nine in that time frame. Righties, right? The majority of hitters have a better than 1000 OPS. And it really comes down to that fastball bin. It's a four seamer and a sinker. The four seamers coming in about a 27% use to sinker at about 11. But the problem is both of them had a 1,000 or worse expected slug. I, I don't even know if I've seen that. Again, I mine a lot of these stats. Now, maybe that's an answer for why he hasn't pitched in two years. Let's go get him, everybody. It begins with Austin Riley, last 30 days, 92 plate appearances, 59% hard hit rate, 95 miles an hour, 14% blast, and 11, 14% barrel, excuse me, 11% blast. Remember, blast being the ideal subset of barrels really love that double digit blast rate where we want to be but if we're going to be looking at all of these different formats we want batting average 349 for ollie how about iso 314 ops over a thousand and then i kind of put in stars that's our new triple slash right people i think this happens all the time again you look at my work how i've challenged quality starts that's because that's my whole thing when something is stupid i don't care if a thousand people are like oh no i don't want to you know that's how it is i am the one that kind of stands up and is like hey this is stupid we can fix it and let's make it better for everybody so triple slash i'm not saying that's stupid but it doesn't really work for our purposes so forget that triple slash let's use ours and here we go okay we want batting average batting average plays in all formats of course is a very good thing you noticed in the middle i'm using iso iso is really what plays for total base props now granted iso plays across the board but remember it's not proportionally weighed we have to have a better understanding of these profiles when we're looking at hitter props and then try to apply it because we don't have to feel forced we have dfs remember all of these hitters are put through a pretty stringent hitter model every name on this board is dfs viable i back that 100 percent where we have to get nuanced is let's go to the next click down is total base props which is why you get to iso the reason is as much as i love ops the last piece of my triple slash which is very important maybe my favorite stat if i had to pick one the problem with it it includes walks walks are not part of total bases and they are ultimately frustrating we actually want it's funny i've heard people knock down base props with k percentage we want K percentage. Like, and that's obviously, we don't want K him to strike out, but we want hitters that are going after it in the box. We don't want Page over being overly patient. That's not what we're looking for. We want to be in the top of the lineup. We want to be aggressive. We want to go get it. And that is why this show kicks ass. Please rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. I forgot to pump it because I did already, right? I'm like, I already promoted it, except I didn't because I was wearing a transparent shirt. Gosh, my life is wild sometimes. I absolutely love it. Wouldn't trade it for nothing. So, Austin Riley killing it across the board. We are going to run into players that have high BAs but have low ISOs. The low ISO can hurt you for total base props, right? You can get two singles. You want to get it in one shot. And if you're unfamiliar, last thing, ISO is just that. It's a measure of extra base hits. A 250 ISO is a 25% extra base hit rate. If we're expecting four at-bats, we're hoping for, a, you know, 
two bases. We try to put ourselves in a position where we're on the road with a better than five implied team total to maximize those plate appearances. And I think that's part of why we've done so very well, especially I, some of these are like plus 140. It's really, really great. I've been getting away from betting sides. We've been getting smoked like everybody because they've been messing with the prices between F5 and Full game, something, of course. Again, I mentioned at the Athletic. All right, let's get back into it. Riley just killing it. Six doubles and seven home runs in that span. Let's get to Marcel Ozuna. Last 80 plate appearances against righties. 261 BA, 304 ISO, right? That's really viable. 30%. His lineup placement might hurt us, but again, just to give you an idea, with the 900 OPS, let's zoom on in. 49% hard hit rate in that span. 413 XWOBA, 18 barrel. Every one of them a blast. And six, Shamalama, ding-dongs, last up would be Michael Harris. This is a good one. I want to add this because he's part of the stack. He generally hits in the back of the lineup, but once you get around the next time, there is no leading off anymore, right? But that hurts you for total base props where opportunities are the only thing we have. You really don't want to bat ninth. That's where they try and entice you. But not enough, right? We got Austin Slater at plus 140 batting first. We got Brian Anderson at plus 140 batting second. You can't get me to go Michael Harris batting ninth plus 155. Just not going to do it. Everybody keep all that stuff in mind as we're doing the calculus, trying to do the best I can. So Michael Harris, last 80 plate appearance as well, killing it. 315, 315, 989, right? B-A-I-S-O-O-P-S. I don't want to just have it to keep saying it. The quicker we get, the better our understanding becomes and the better I can be with brevity, the more kind of shite, right? The more five pounds of shite we could stick into this three-pound box. All right, let's get up into the next stack. So it's our Atlanta Braves against Annabelle Sanchez. Next up, we're going for the Cleveland Guardians. Going up against Elvin. Elvin Rodriguez, 21 innings pitched on the year. It's an 11.51 ERA, 1.82 whip above 1,100 OPS. Hachi, Machi, Liberace, all those attack metrics. Those aren't even attack metrics. That's just Lancia on the bus to Tuscaloosa. Deserved ERA over 8. Swinging strike rate at 6. These are as low as you'll see anything. Pair it with a 47% first strike rate. 24% O-swing. That is ridiculous. Nearly 30% below average. Pairing it with a 91% in-zone contact rate. So again, let's just stop really quick. Not just throwing stats at the wall. I like to compartmentalize these statistics. I believe that's become part of why I've gotten so good at explaining, right? I've become kind of professorial, I guess, in my approach with this, but it makes sense. Discipline, Ks, and walks. That happens first. After that would be uh, discipline. Um, elevation, I'm sorry. Is it lifted and then to batted ball quality, right? Because if you can't make contact, the rest of it doesn't really matter. So we do discipline into elevation, into quality. Generally, we start with some surface stats, but that's usually just the cherry on top. All right, let's get into the Guardians against Elvin. It's been really, really bad for him once that contact is being made. 49 fly ball, 50 hard hit, 13 barrel equals what? You in the back, the handsome one with the Paisano shirt. Four home runs per nine. Oh my goodness. And it's centering around the fastball. Let's get a little granular here, people, or mine. What separates us from the pack? The fastball coming in at 93 miles an hour has a more than 14 inch vertical drop paired with a less than nine inch horizontal move now neither one of those is terrible on its own i'm going to be working on this in the off season i'm going to try and redefine 
just as a descriptive measure, I'm going to try and redefine some of these pitches. I don't think, let's say I don't think we're doing it right. I think we have new information that will allow us to meet it, again, just shorthand. If I could turn this description into a pie chart, we could just make it an image and I could, not make, you won't have to hear me ramble so damn much. All right, so 14 inches is pretty steep. Remember, we don't want a steep fastball. A, the steeper it is, steep in, steep out, right? So we want a flat fastball perfectly up in the zone to create that distance between the swing that's why rising fastballs they don't actually rise but they're that's why they're so successful all right let's dive into the piece of why elvin's been um had the troubles he's had i'm sorry and the other way horizontal movement this is a hat tip to my boy rob dph i'm sorry i would like try to get away from it but we should finish this really quick very good to understand um run and ride and i always confuse them. my month of blocks happen roller coaster ride up and down arm side run left and right so you really want double digit run right horizontal movement is very good so you really want flat vertically all the movement you know he does not pair either of those well and it's slow and it's been punished and it comes in 51 percent of the time to a 735 x log right so there's like all the calculus again i just try and show you everyone's well a bit of what goes on behind the curtain again i know there's idiots that just look at like whatever i don't know one stat or something a logo who knows so uh elvin getting punished it's been really really ugly this show's going on forever but whatever we're getting up to the halfway point it'll be worth it i'll miss you you'll miss me when i'm gone baby all right let's get into eddie Eddie Ahmed Rosario, last 99 plate appearances against righties, 323, 161, 837, right? So there's a perfect example of 161 ISO. I'm really not going there for total base props. They'd really have to allure us with both a good line of placement and a great price. I don't think we're getting that, so he's not on the list. Over to Josh Naylor, last 62 plate appearances, 30 days, 46 hard hit, 13 barrel, triple slash, our triple slash, right? 305, 288, 916. So 288 ISO, 29% extra base rate. We like that. Five doubles, four Shamalama ding dongs in that span. 52 hard hit, 90% contact against right-handed fastballs. Again, nuanced contacts pouring out of your ears, pouring out of your nose. If this last four minutes didn't earn me a cartoon finger, I don't think I ever will. Well, what you're going to do? Nail her? Damn near killed her. So give me Josh Naylor today. He's doing it. And then Nolan Jones, the youngster coming up. He looks awesome since he's been up his Year-to-date against righties, 350, 250, 10, 58, 350, BA, 250 ISO is just awesome. From the youngster, line of placement, probably going to hurt him, but he's part of viable plays. And you know what? Of course, I forget this is sponsored by Jockmark, and I didn't get down to that last bit of application. Let's do it on the way out is Jockmark is purely price dependent. I've almost gotten away from projecting specific points. Again, those are just a range of outcomes. Anyway, for me, here are the names. Follow me on Patreon. It's all free. Follow the names and take anybody that's under four eighty-five, like under five dollars. Let's say even just to make it easy. And that's been a wildly successful strategy. Yes, sometimes the guy at five fifty is the top player. Sometimes, generally, the expensive players don't pay off. There is a direct correlation with cheap players and their return because there is inherent leverage, right? If a player is, there's demand, the price goes up. So us getting cheap players just is an automatic step up. I'm, I'm telling you, this is the way to do it. This is the way, as Mando would say. All right, 
So we got Naylor, Jones, and Rosario for the Guardians. I really got to giddy up. This is as slow as I've gone, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Matt Best, hat tip to all the producers and everything at Mayo Media Net, man. Let me tell everybody, as hard as I work, it's not because they make me. They make it a wonderful, wonderful experience. I'm the one putting pressure on the system, as always, doing the thing that we do. Me, you, and the Cork Stats crew causing trouble for people, baby. That's what we do, man. I know. Exactly. If you don't have fun while you're working, you're never going to be able to do it at the rate that we do these things all make sense all right let's get it it's those trolley dodgers hollywood always up to no good against dakota fanning hudson four era 138 whip 703 ops generally not what we go after however pop the hood plus five sierra 13 percent k to 11 percent walk that's a two and a half percent k minus walk for you math majors out there yikes 26 0 swing 93 zone contact 44 hard hit a 370 expected woba year to date so really don't buy i really wanted to dig in and see what was going on the velo has fallen off the page i posted the chart on um twitter at mlb moving avg on the bird app it looks like a crypto chart yikes velo's down more than two miles an hour in the past whatever six starts or five starts it's been a nightmare his first 60 innings year to date 276 era last 32 innings pitched 632 era 17 whip go get him righties have a 351 ba in that span he's coming at them with the sinker and the fastball that fastball bin 44 and 12 use respectively both to a 500 expected slug or worse so we're going to look for my boy jt justin turner went nuclear lately last 40 plate appearance against righties 52 hard hit 16 barrel a 484 expected woba check out the triple slash busting the page for total base props 455 394 1348 a 455 padding average 394 iso 1348 ops with four ding dongs then we're going to wrap it up i like this one this is where also again we've done very well breaking out the microscope to highlight players in a good advantageous situations that maybe don't show up on all the stat pages right kind of looking at the underpinnings here so we want rake lamb jake lamb against righties but i really went kind of granular here again we know he's the majority of the pitches to righties are sinkers and fastballs and we know they're both really bad well that's what lamb does so let's go get it against right-handed sinkers and fastballs year to date 87 percent contact 71 percent hard hit rate yummy 29 percent barrel every one of them a blast and a better than 516 expected woba against those pitches we know we're going to get a handful of them jake lamb really great spot to backfill today right so he's he's a perfect example of he's going like a universal play where he's uh I, okay i guess he's not a total base prop although if they post him at half a base sometimes they're half a base minus 150 gosh i, I mean even i as large guys i am the juice want to go get those all right that's the stack attack we are just going to go insanely long maybe i could get clip the bet stuff because that was a lot of the analysis they call that a teaser in the biz let's get into the fantasy end all righty daddy do i'm just going to blow around this most of the adding at this point has to do with playing time for the audio only listeners i'll walk you through it but pretty please check me out on twitter i post the image it'll be out today just save it to your phone you know when you keep it as a reference then on sunday i circle back and i'll add the people that are missing maybe the down slides right because we have a starting pitcher that gets hurt or gets beat up or something and i'll keep everybody up to date as we try and be all things to all people let's start behind the dish if you see three names, right, so the entire infield catchers included, 
There are three names, respectively. That's 10, 12, and 15 team ads. I am playing in, I actually don't play 10, but you can kind of get, I get an idea. 10 team catcher is MJ Melendez. Has played his way up into everyday playing time with Perez down. He's really getting a ton of run and he looks good there. Uh, going to be missing a ton of guys this week. Restricted coming up. So he's going to get a ton of run. and be the age of anything, right? He wasn't on the list. To Danny Jansen for the Blue Jays. He's back. To Joey Bart. San Francisco Giants. He's playing every day. Just getting majority of playing time. And he looks pretty good. So get with Joey Bart. Over to first base. Derek Hall on the Phillies. Cleaning up every day. Jose Miranda on the Twins. A couple walk-offs. Although, again, prospect growth not being linear uh, if he's going to pick up, he's a very good hitter. He's a good track record, so he could be really good. We, he's moving his way up the list and into Brandon Belt, who, when he's playing, could be effective. He just hasn't played enough. Second base, Jonathan India, Nico Horner, and Bryson Stott. Yes, we're going to go back to the Bryson Stott experience in deeper leagues. He's playing all the time, right? And he's starting to hit a little bit, and we know it's there. We've seen little glimpses. It, all it takes were one tweak away, but it's desperation time in 15-team leagues. Such is life. Over the shortstop, Josh Rojas, Brendan Rodgers probably added everywhere, but maybe not in 12-teamers. I know there is a lot of churning that goes on. Sometimes I see the 12-team waiver line. I'm like, oh, and you realize it's just what it is. You know, hitters get moved around all the time. And then over to Vimile Machine. I have to go look that uh, name up. What an awesome name, but I don't know how to say it properly. Shortstop for Oakland A's. Not only is he playing every day, he's leading off. I actually have him on a bunch of draft and hold teams. Some beat writers were talking about him. They like him and expect a lot from him. Expect him to get run. So it's M-A-C-H-I-N, shortstop on the A's. Over to third base, Nolan Jones, the youngster for Cleveland. We mentioned before, he looks awesome. Tosey Miranda, we mentioned just now, to Josh Smith, playing every day for uh, Texas. I actually was really into the Ezekiel Duran experiment. They weren't. He was hitting. He got sent down. Smith is playing, and he's been okay. I don't know if he's even as good as Duran, but he is playing. Into the outfield we go. I must... I <laughs> caught my one mistake for the day. Michael Harris the third. Well, I, I don't know. I represent that with three R's for the audio only listeners. Excuse the mistake. I'll try and correct it before I post it. To Estudi Ruiz on the Padres. We mentioned him last week as an early ad. Razor Ramon, Laureano and Oakland. Love Razor Ramon in all formats. He is good. You're going to get pushed to the front. Playing every day. You could get homers and steals. Average the whole nine. Remember, he's a good player. 15 teams. So the left is kind of combination category guys. Finishing up with Adam Frazier, who is, again, playing every day, batting sixth for the Mariners, stealing bases in, hitting a couple of uh, home runs. Excuse me, um, one second. <coughs> so, um, yeah, Frazier just playing, again, 15-team leagues. These are the guys at the bottom that, if you need something, a bit of everything, that's what you're going to do, stick it in the garbage pail, such is life. Over to the more power-based hitters on the right-hand side, point league-type guys, right, OPS-type guys. Kirilov, Nolan Jones, Gavin Sheets, and Brian Dela Cruz. I don't know what you're going to get from Dela Cruz, but Miami has injuries. I think even Cooper just went down. So if Cooper's down, Dela Cruz is going to play every day. So such is life what it is, right? Um, in 15-team streets. Let's get into the pitching side. There's actually some available pitching right now. So this is the time to get it and shop. Blake Snell at the very top of the list. It looks like I probably swung and missed on my athletic article. I was deciding... Between Alex Cobb or Blake Snell for my second half MVP, like bad pitcher that was going to break out. Snell looks like he is already like doing it. Cobb, not so much, still suffering from bad luck and not getting the whiffs. The strikers, the whiffs are there, the underlying stuff, but it hasn't panned out. I'm taking the, not the L yet, but I'm off to a very bad start. But don't let that, you're right, lose the battle. Don't lose the war necessarily. It's not be stubborn. There's no need for that. 
Pick up Snell, trade for him. He's going to be awesome and probably win you a league. Nicodolo is back for the Reds. Spencer Watkin on the Orioles. I covered this yesterday on Twitter. A couple of guys, MLB Dream, follow him. And, ah, darn it. It might have been Frank Amarante. Follow him as well. Wrote a ball on both my buddies. Uh, talking about Spencer Watkins for Baltimore. I ended up taking a look. Really been good. Fixing the arsenal after the demotion. We walked into it with the Cubs yesterday again. Lost the battle. We will not lose the war. Get with Spencer Watkins, especially we love the ballpark. To Reed Detmers, who I also covered on Twitter. Again, when I get a sniff for pitching, you know, right, I want to help everybody. So Reed Detmers looking really good. He's made some changes. That slider is looking improved. The fastball is improved. Reed Detmers looked like he could stay and stick in the second half. To Josh Winder for the Twins. The strikeout's not really there, but he is kind of a QS ratio guy. He's going to be good down the stretch. David Peterson for the Mets. The sweeping slider going on. He looks awesome, getting tons of Ks. Get with him. Domingo Herman for the Yankees has four or five rehab starts under his belt, and Severino is hurt with a shoulder. I expect Domingo Herman to get the call. You could be early on that. I mean, that could be a really big gold star for us. If your league mates are not hip to that, Generally, pitchers have to pitch before they get added or make the roto wire NBC edge, you know, blurb. This one, we could be first. So grab Herman tonight or tomorrow going into next week. Hold on to him. You could have a Yankee starter, and, and we know he's pretty good. Um, into the reliever bin, there's actually a couple. One pretty good in Brett Martin. At least he's getting it done. It looks like he has a hold on the job in Texas. We mentioned him last week. If you've been following the close of work here, we've done very well because we were on... Trevino picked up a bunch of saves. Ron Strickland, who stunk, but he had the job. You could dip him for a guy like Martin, which I did in a bunch of leagues. Got a couple saves. And then Finnegan with Tanner Rainey for the Nationals is out. So that's the fantasy side, everybody. <coughs> Sorry, excuse me. I'm just battling allergies and a cold. All right, let's wrap this one up within like fourth hours or so. This show is supposed to be 20, and I creeped it to 22 to 25, now we're at 25, or on our way to 30, and I'm really mad, I'm sorry, at the break, I will reset, and I'll ask you, you know, if we need to get this cut down. But I know people really love it, I've been adding to the graphics, adding to it again, to show weeks of effort. Please rate, review, and subscribe. Also, press the like button on YouTube and subscribe to the YouTube channel. I mean, I know the numbers are not in the thousands, but by percentage, we are making it known. This show is on the upswing. Most baseball shows are losing steam at this time of year. We are not. We're like, feel like, it feels like the roller coaster is just getting ready to go. Because now the total base props really get it worked in, getting us all those plus money hits, and we're, you know, really getting it going. All right, let's get into the bets. I got one bet for you today and three total base props, the three total base props again i really went into it in the first third so with time being a factor just laid out for you austin riley monster minus 110 expect that to move to minus 130 by game time josh naylor plus 100 i think we're gonna get him batting fourth if somehow he's batting like fifth or sixth i think maybe we're gonna have to eat it because if he gets named batting third or fourth this probably shoots <sighs> i think you should hold probably for now just keep an eye on it. Again, if you're not uber cheap, like I can be sometimes, which again, can be stupid, work to my own detriment. Nailer at even money is awesome. And then to Justin Turner, again, should be batting cleanup today for the Trolley Dodgers at plus 115. Those numbers just off the page. Right now, he is an auto smash at plus 115, plus 20, where he's getting posted every single day. Love, love, love these base props. I'll be adding more of them to the sheet. And, uh, you know, again, I just, I like to widen the portfolio lately i feel like we haven't gotten bounces but rather than complain about it let's control the things we can which is rather than eliminate 
plays based on range of outcome results from the algorithm, which we, you know, I admit is things not perfect. I use a grading system, and I don't, you know, you try not to go too close, but it is what it is. You got to make choices in life. Maybe the, the right choice was play all the ones up and make a viable play is a viable play. Play your viable plays. Set your total risk and work backwards. If you have $10 to risk on one play, you bet $10. If you have $10 to risk on 10 plays, you bet $1 per play. Both of these scenarios have the same max risk. And that's all that matters at the end of the day. That's re- it really is all that matters. I don't care people, par- you can't parlay, you can't do this. If you properly set your daily run a lot of risk, you pretty much do whatever you want as long as it's calculated properly with the road to ruin. These are the things that matter in life. Okay, last up, let's get to one bet. I swear, I'm going to hit a bet before the half. It feels like we just can't wrap our you know hands around the throat there. Zach Wheeler and the Phillies just killed me yesterday, right? Kind of betting the price. Knew it. Got schmizoked. And these things happen. So let's pick it back up today. Let's get those trolley dodgers again against Dakota Hudson. And we have the distinct pitching edge today. Tyler Anderson has been very, very good. 660 OPS allowed on the year with a 315 ERA 103 whip. All the earn run indicators below four. You know, I love it. The walk rate at 4%. You know, I love it. Paired with a 13% swing strike rate. It's very good. Combination, first strike rate at 61. Chase rate at 39, right? So think about the flip side of this. He's, you know, 10%, 8% higher than the average. When you think about the disparity there, what that creates in these individual matchups, you can see why I like the Dodgers so much today. We are going to have to take the run line because of the heavy favorites. I saw this at minus one. 15, maybe we'll get it down to minus 110. So make sure you are shopping around. Dodgers, first five run line. So that's a half run cover, minus 115. I think we get that one easily. The Dodgers should absolutely rock Hudson. The offense has been sluggish outside of Goldsmith, even even Goldschmidt, even him. It was impossible for him to keep up that pace. They just haven't been very good. Dodgers offense doing Dodger things. Got like 30 seconds. What do we got? Dodgers. Top three in the league. Last 250 plate appearances in you guessed it. Runs, home runs, average, OBP, 859 team OPS last seven days. Oh my goodness, doing everything. 370 Woba, team 143, WRC Plus, flip side Cardinals. They have stink, stank, stunk, team 232, average 288 OBP last 260 plate appearances. Just atrocious, 282 team Woba, 84 team WRC Plus, give me the trolley Dodgers to cover up that half run line through five at minus 115. And then Austin Riley, Josh Naylor, and Justin Turner at minus 110, plus 100, and plus 115, respectively. And that will do it for the big Thursday show with your waiver ads, the stack attack, and a couple of bets. Please download the Jock Market app. We will be up in the boardroom today, you know, slamming our weight around, doing the things we do, again, really love the progression, right? So it's not just the work, because the work must be applied. And then once you apply it, you have to properly apply it, right? So that has really been the pathway to profiting in jock market. I keep making new highs, even though it's been incremental. It's still, that's the way you play. Like, to think like we haven't been great, and to still be... Ch- Clicking up, playing neutral, clicking up, playing neutral, right? You see this little staircase to heaven, stairway to heaven. That's how you're going to get it done, everybody, by focusing more on the price in jock market, focusing on the construction in DFS, right, where we're looking for the lower-owned guys, that's your Jake Lamb, maximizing salary with the players that are given, 
And then total base props, being on the road to guarantee the ninth frame, being in the top third of the lineup, and getting the plus price with the better than 250 ISO. All right, that'll do it, everybody. I'll see you at the cashier window. Enjoy the games. Enjoy your day. When we're done with the book, enjoy that pay. Tomorrow is the very last show of the half. Can you believe it? I can't. We have the All-Star break coming up. I'm going to be getting out of here, going out of state. I'll be doing the, you know, dual action disconnect, taking the family out to uh, PA and Six Flags and doing all kinds of crazy fun stuff, hopefully. And that'll do it for me and you, the Quarks That's crew. You know we love you so very much. I really hate to say goodbye because I know I'm going to miss you as soon as I click the button. Remember, when you work this hard, it feels a lot less like luck. Please take Patty Mayo. Let him know how sick this show is. Peace. <laughs>